This is the Doctor Who podcast, and you are most welcome. Good evening, and welcome to another episode of the Doctor Who podcast. Yes, I said good evening, because I'm the only one here in the camper van today, and I'm recording in the evening, so therefore it is the evening, whether you happen to be listening to this in the morning, the afternoon, or just before lunch. I don't care. It's the evening. It's great to have your company. Very exciting episode today for you. We'll be crossing over soon to Lisa and Tom, Ian and James, who attended the British Film Institute screening of Asylum of the Daleks on the 14th of August. Very, very lucky, and I'm, of course, very, very jealous, as I probably mentioned once or twice. They were very lucky to secure some seats at uh, this BFI screening. There were very few uh, tickets available, and uh, our our lucky boys from the DWP managed to grab them, so uh, kudos to them. And, uh, yeah, they they screened there the first episode from the new series of Doctor Who, which, uh, funnily enough, just a few hours ago before I started recording here, uh, has been announced as screening on the 1st of September 2012. So Doctor Who is finally back. So only a very few short days to go before you'll be enjoying Asylum of the Daleks on your very own TV screens in your very own homes. I was actually going to talk a little bit today and I suppose have a bit of a rant about um, why the BBC were taking so long to announce Doctor Who coming back. But um, now they've announced it coming back, it's kind of taken the wind out of my sails. But it kind of leaves me with the niggling thought as to, well, why did they? I mean, here we are, as of recording, we're only 10 days out from Doctor Who screening in the U of K on the 1st of September. Um, What benefit is there to leaving it so long? I can only think there were some technical issues with the episode that uh, meant they couldn't really make a final decision until this very late stage. Because I'm sure this would be the first year, for for quite a few years, certainly since the new series has come back, that they haven't uh, announced Doctor Who well in advance of its screening and got all the fans and uh, the general public really excited about Doctor Who returning. But this time, they haven't. They've bandied round, well not they, but certainly fans and uh, websites have bandied round certain possible dates. The 25th of August uh, was a hot contender for a while there. The 1st of September, the 8th of September, and goodness knows what other dates were floating around on internet uh, fan forums and news websites. But um, yeah, I, I don't really understand it, to be perfectly honest. Very, very strange. I mean, if they want people to get excited, if they want the non-Who fans, the general public to get excited, wouldn't they want to, I suppose, saturate TV airwaves with as much content as possible, with as much trailers and publicity and column inches and all that sort of stuff, to let people know who, you know, mightn't visit all the fan sites, um, that Doctor Who is coming back and give them time to prepare? To me, a week and a half doesn't really seem to be giving them much time unless we're going to be seeing wall-to-wall trailers and uh, pieces for the new series uh, up until the 1st of September. But anyway, 
I'm glad it's coming back. It's fantastic who's coming back. I've been looking forward to this for a long time. And I think after this episode today, you will be looking forward to it too. Um, Just to let you know, there are absolutely no spoilers for Asylum of the Daleks in this entire episode. So you can listen to it and get all hyped up and anticipated and not be spoiled one single bit. Certainly anything that the guys mention um, in their little uh, live recording they did uh, at the BFI has been publicly released by the BBC. It's common knowledge. So there's no little spoilers that they've let slip as a result of seeing this episode at the screening on the 14th. So rest assured, you can enjoy this episode and remain untarnished until the 1st of September. Well, let's get right into it. The uh, first little thing we've got is uh, the boys having a bit of a chat before they enter the screening. They got together outside the BFI and, um, you know, let's see what they think. You can hear in the background that there are some people. There is a river, there is a city, and what you probably can't see, but you might be able to feel in my voice, is the palpable excitement that we're going to watch the first screening at the BFI of Asylum of the Daleks. Sat around the table with me, I have James. Hello. Lucian. Hello. And Ian. Hello. I have a picture of Trev next to me as well, so he's kind of here, but he's not really. Are we excited, chaps? Absolutely, definitely. Ah, I have transversed the country. <laughs> I, uh, I've used the, pub, the British public transport system. I have got here safely. I have managed to get through London. Uh, a little bit sweaty, a little bit worse for wear, but I've made it here. Uh, and I've been very excited for about two or three weeks now. No, I don't blame you. There's been some sort of sports day thing going on, but we can leave that off to one side. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> as if there wasn't enough excitement, just prior, just prior to sitting down and turning on the recorder, I thought I ought to check to make certain that I had the tickets. <laughs> <laughs> it turns out that I left them at home. So having having had Tom and Leeson travel the length of the UK to be here in London, yeah. You could have been going home very, very quickly, and that could have been the end of the Doctor Who podcast, I expect. So. Well, I think, well, actually, no, I, I would have been charged with first-degree murder. But yes, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. Not only did James manage to get tickets, in, in record time, when lots of people failed, yeah. uh, when he lost the tickets, he disappeared for maybe 10, 15 minutes and came back with reprints. Right. So he has friends in high places, maybe he's a mason, we don't know anything for sure. <laughs> they just saw some poor bloke, you know, at the council looking terrified and uh, they said yes we can print some reprints for you, don't worry. So thank you BFI. <laughs> right, question. Maybe we can do this like in terms of before and after. What are your expectations for this? I, I'm asked if you're excited but what do you expect from this? I thought the trailer looks pretty awesome to be honest with you the, the picture that was put up that uh, promo shot with all the dialects and the explosions and what we've already had hinted to the trailers they set a really really big expectation against this and I would be surprised if Moffat didn't deliver on that expectation I would, I would be somewhat disappointed if he did so I'm actually quietly hoping he's actually going to exceed our expectations and it's going to be stunning our father who art in heaven Hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Face me! Run! You've clearly been taking stupid lessons since the last song. Everyone who isn't an American, drop your gun. I didn't mean to do that. 
Synchronistic electricity, keep out signs, aggressive stares. Has someone been peeking at my Christmas list? Doctor. Give me a Dalek any day. Right, he's if he's arguably alongside Mark Gatiss one of the best storytellers in television today, um, and with the budget and with the eyes of the world upon him, I think how can he fail to deliver? I mean, I don't know what, what could go wrong. Do we think? Well, I mean, I, th I think there's all manner of things that can go wrong. This is what must, must be something like the ninth or tenth script that Moffat has written since um, since he took over the show. It's also the opening. Now, for me, he's going to really, really struggle to beat last year's opening two episodes, Impossible Astronaut and Day of the Moon. And I think those are the two episodes that, of his that I've re-watched the most. Uh, well, probably since Doctor Who started, actually. I've watched those two episodes the most, mainly because I don't understand them. I'm desperately trying to, trying to figure it out even now. But I, I think this is going to be a bit of an event. Yeah. I think... There's been a lot of hype built up without any real spoilers leaking out. So I think it's good that we don't really know a great deal about this episode, aside from the fact there are lots of Daleks in it. Well, I'm happy with that, you yeah. know. Um, so, yeah, I don't think my expectations can be completely dashed unless it's just a silly story. But, uh, but let's wait and see. I'm pleased that he's grasped the nettle, that he's, he's gone for the Dalek story. That, yeah. Because um, they, they don't always work. Um, they're a difficult one to get right. As Moffat has said himself, it, they're the most consistently beaten Doctor Who adversary. So what do you do with them? So presumably, he's got some big ideas. My, my only worry is, is that the every Dalek ever is going to be a bit of a blip, a bit of a, a bit of a gimmick. I'm hoping it's not going to be. Well, it's a gimmick, but it's managed to get like four mature men out of their house and down to the South Bank this afternoon. Oh, so. Absolutely, but my worry is that it'll just be, we'll go into a room, maybe, and then, then there they will all be, and that will be it. Yeah. I, mean, I want it to be a bit more than that. I also want Nick Briggs to vary his voice depending <laughs> on which era of Dalek he is performing. And do you know, I <laughs> bet he will. I hope I he does. I hope he will. Does. Because he is such a Dalek enthusiast. Mm. And one of the stories that he told at Gadafray a little while ago was how he got into a fairly heated debate with director Graham Harper mm. uh, when he was voicing wow, some Dalek voice. <laughs> well, I, I know, uh, but he, he was actually quite candid in, in, in how how much he disagreed with him. And, uh, and yet Nick Briggs got his way eventually. And, and RTD did get involved at the time as well. Okay. Uh, but, but, but Tom, you've been asking the questions. What are you expecting? Um, okay. It's, it's Christmas time as far as I'm concerned. You know, I, I'm not really a sporty person, but I've really enjoyed the Olympics. Um, but what we've got, arguably the best production team that, that we can have at this time, producing my favourite show. It's a big event. It's going to be great. I'm really excited. I might see Matt Smith. I might, I might see next to Nicola Bryan. I might actually get to see Karen Gillan, talk to Martha Darnell. So many people that you can be banned from seeing oh. and have restraining orders uh, <laughs> imposed yeah. on. Really, well, really yeah. fantastic. Have <laughs> <laughs> I have a couple of those, but you know we're going to try and forget. The police presence is fairly light, so we'll see how we get on. But no, um, I expect it, I expect it to be big. I expect it to be spectacular. Forgetting that it's Doctor Who, it's a flagship piece of the BBC um, that's going to be shown around the world. It will be big, it will be impressive, it will be massive. The Daleks are my least favourite monster, so I'm just interested in seeing how that all pans in. Oh, when, wow. I, when I watched the um, the trailer, the long trailer from a couple of weeks ago, aside from some of the medal moments at the Olympics over the last couple of weeks, it was the one thing that's put such a smile on my face. <laughs> um, because it's 
what, what, what can we say? One of the most successful franchises in the last 50 years comes into the home straight and it ends its anniversary year. <sighs> Running. Hot. So, how much trouble are we in? You've got me. What are you waiting for? At long last, here I am! Dinosaurs on a spaceship! We're very cross with you. Today, I honour the victims first. His, the Masters, the Daleks, all the people who died because of my mercy! See, this is what happens when you travel alone for too long. We'll get through this, I promise. Don't be scared. Scared? Who's scared? Do you want to know? It's going to be good. I mean, do you think Moffat has been unimpressed with Dalek stories so far? So he's thought, well, I'm going to write one now. I think the, the paradigm of Doctor Who or the storytelling mechanism of Doctor Who only, only, only gets better as it goes forward through time. And seeing the, the reimagining of things like they are the Daleks recently, um, I'm hoping that what we and, and certainly power of the Daleks, I'm hoping what we get is what those stories would have been as big, as ballsy, as spectacular as they would have been in their day, today. And to be honest, seeing what, what a 50 foot screen. Yeah. Mm. yeah, yeah. With the principals and production team in, 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 in attendance. Okay, I might have to slow my voice a little bit because all I did was shout across the river now. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> so that's, that's one foot for each year <laughs> that the show has been on the airwaves. But you know, so, I knew we brought him in for a reason. This, I really did. This, <laughs> this is the, this is, we are kicking off the 15th anniversary here. So, I mean, yep. very privileged to be here. Uh, yeah, because, all oh, right, so, so, so listen, here's one of the things. Um, we, 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 I'm very excited to be here, but I'm also very excited to be able to share this with you too. Um, so, And also to the other podcasters, who, some of whom might be here. Is anyone else here? I haven't seen them. You never know. Okay. If any, if anyone else in podcast land is coming, Ace. If anyone else in podcast, for the people in podcast land who aren't coming, <laughs> <laughs> exclusive. That's the most magnanimous laugh you'll ever hear from the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's you call over there. It's nice. Actually, fine. So look, um, is this is this the right place to draw it to close? And then we can get we can get together and gibber at the end. Mm. I think so. So we shall see you on the other side of this really interesting piece of music. We will find out whether it's gold, silver, or bronze. Well, they certainly seem very excited for the screening and uh, and I suppose I would be too if I was lucky enough to be able to be there. But unfortunately I wasn't. I was over here recording this linking narration and listening to them enjoying themselves over there in the U of K. So let's fast forward a few hours now. They've sat in the screening, they've watched Asylum of the Daleks and they've enjoyed the quite extensive and entertaining question and answer session which happened straight after the screening. Um, had various Doctor Who luminaries such as uh, Stephen Moffat, Karen Gillan, Arthur Darvel, etc., etc. I've, I've actually heard the uh, Q&A myself and it was really, really enjoyable and, the, and there were some nice little uh, tidbits there for 
fans that have been wanting answers to a few things with regards to how long will Matt Smith be the doctor for? And uh, yeah, things like that. So let's join our uh, little group of four outside the BFI after they've seen Asylum of the Daleks and enjoyed the question and answer session. Here we are on the streets of London by the river outside the BFI, having just seen Asylum of the Daleks. Would you like to know how good it was? I don't know, how good do you think it was? I thought it was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. James? Yeah, not bad. A couple of, couple of points <laughs> I'd always want to pick up on. But aside from that, a very, very strong opener yeah? uh, to the new series. It's been really, really good watching an episode of Doctor Who... <laughs> With you three for the very first time. Mm, yeah, yeah, that was, that, was, that was cool. That was cool. Some, some, there's some other people in the audience, but we'll come back to that as well. <laughs> what were we saying, chap? Did we enjoy that or not? Well, every Dalek ever uh, in mm. attendance, every Doctor Who podcast, uh, <laughs> every Doctor Who podcast presenter, bar Trev, obviously, yeah. Yeah, in attendance. Uh, it, it was everything they said it would be. It was fast, it was pacey, it was movie-like. Uh-huh. Not a frame was wasted. Mm-hmm. Uh, I can't tell you anything else, otherwise I'd ruin it. Yep, yeah, exactly that. So here's the thing. In the same way as nobody actually said exactly how the, the Olympic opening ceremony was going to go, we can't tell you a thing. But all I can say is if you really want to see this when it gets transmitted, um, what else can we say? Well, I, I, think we can, I think we can say that there are a couple of major unexpected plot points. Oh, just um, a few. Just a few um, <laughs> that, that we can't go into detail on, but we can tell you that they're there. Mm-hmm. And uh, provided everyone behaves themselves on the internet before, when this does get transmitted, and again, it still wasn't confirmed mm-hmm. when um, Asylum is going to go out on BBC One, but when it does, people are going to be... Shocked yeah. on several occasions. Yes, yeah. I think. Uh, exactly. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll go further. I'll say what we were not meant to say. I mean, I thought the pink Dalek was fabulous. <laughs> well, <laughs> I thought we were okay. Okay, the, if we're going to talk about the pink Dalek, we also need to talk about the Australian Dalek. Mm, mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But why do they call him Trev? <laughs> no idea. He sat it's on. <laughs> well, I don't. All the way through the show, he sat there saying, "This isn't the Doctor Who I remember. This isn't the Doctor Who I remember." This isn't the Doctor Who I remember. This All right. is the Doctor Who you are experiencing. Yes, exactly. And one so, day it will be the Doctor Who you will remember. Exactly that. So, um, loyal, happy, interested listeners, if you hear this before the show goes out, you're in for a treat. Um, anything you'd like to add to this, chaps? Oh, it's a great episode. Um, there was three wow moments before the credits even rolled up. Yeah. And sure. that's before the bit that Stephen Moffat's so worried about. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. It was. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was very good. There's a couple of things I could pick up that could have been done better. But honestly, it's like tiny things that it would be nice if. But I really enjoyed it for what it was. And I think it sets up some great mysteries for the rest of this series. I'm looking forward to the speculation online after this airs yeah, as yeah, yeah. to how's that going to work out mm-hmm. and then all the lead up to finding out what Moffat's done this time precisely and I think that's one thing that you can say that he's replicated all of the mystery and all of the intrigue he created within the impossible astronaut and day of the moon it's back with the season, se- season 7 opener it, it's sprawling there's loads of different locations it's epic Looking the up. CG is fantastic uh, it does feel like a mini movie that's, that's all I can yep. really say 45 minutes that's not spoiling anything mm-hmm. so there's no rumours of the extended opening no. or, or the rumours of the extended opening of uh, Unfounded but on, on the whole it was an extremely enjoyable 45 minutes that went what seems far far quicker which of course is appropriate for a show about time travel definitely mm. definitely what were we saying it didn't need to be any longer than 45 minutes it, it did everything it needed to do in 45 minutes it, it's, there was no there was no chaff there was no waste mm-hmm. Uh, it, w- it was it was spot on. It was filmic. <laughs> filmic. Filmic. Yes. That works. That works. Okay. So we know we're in for a treat. So thank you to Matt, Karen, and uh, 
Oh. Trevor. Trevor, that's it. Arthur, something like that. Something like that. Which is a direct reference to the Q&A yeah. uh, that happened afterwards. And we should we, we should talk about the Q&A just a little bit. Oh, yeah. there, there was a panel of six, including the presenter. So we had Matt, Karen, uh, Arthur, Arthur, Arthur. Um, Caroline Skinner, and Richard yes, Bacon. Richard Bacon, who was uh, an inspired choice, I have to say. Uh, I, I think he's. Um, he used to talk to him after it, actually. Yeah, maybe. I'm not too sure. Irreverent in that he asked some really tough questions of Moffat and said all the things we would, would like to say, which the anchors don't usually go and say quite so directly. Yeah, it's I think quite it, brave. Because he's not so. Uh, well, he obviously has an understanding and he has a bit of knowledge about the show uh, and obviously an interest, but not to the level that uh, yeah. the people in the audience. So, so I think he felt a bit freed up to be able to. Uh, to ask these, these questions and be very blunt and direct about it. Didn't get any answers, no. but uh, <laughs> it's almost, it's funnier to see Stephen Moffat not answer the question than it is to hear the answers. Yes. Uh, he, he deals with that sort, that sort of um, uh, that sort of quizzing very well. Oh, there was a, there was, can we talk about what, uh, what what the lead actor said about how long he's going to be in the role? Can we talk about that? Absolutely, yeah, yeah. yeah that's not a spoiler, yeah. All right, so, actually I've got the recorder. How long did he say he was going to stay? Well, he said 12 he, years, I think. <laughs> he was down for the next 50, I think. Uh-huh. No, he what? said he was going to appear for certain in the episodes that transmit in 2013 and 2014. Yeah. And uh, he said that wasn't really a, a deliberate secret, despite the fact he's never come out and said it before. Mm. But uh, he also made it very clear that he wanted to be present during the show's 50th year. It's a launch pad for an actor, definitely. Yeah, and and that, that he had signed, uh, he's only signed the one contract. So this has always been the always case. Been the that, case that yeah. It would always be. Oh, there's been on. no renegotiation, there's, there's been so, no contract running out and having to renew. Yeah. So uh, hang on, are we saying that the man who so the man who likes to write long story arcs has known he's had a lead actor for at least four or five years? So this could be this could be very interesting. Well he's always known that it's gonna be happening through the uh, through the anniversary year as well. Okay. Well I don't think there's anything left to say about this, do you? So from us on mm-hmm. the south bank of the Thames. Uh, in a balmy London evening, post-2012. Yeah. Yes. Oh, it's still 2012, at least. Well, post-2012. Post-Olympics. Post-Olympics. You've got to be accurate. Detailed post you know. <laughs> it, doesn't, it doesn't matter where I come from. <laughs> <laughs> you see, I think the, they say the air is, is strange up north. Mm. Lisa finds the reverse true as well, don't you? <laughs> Absolutely. There's a, very, there's a heady bouquet down south, well, which there is. Uh, probably, sends me all a quiver. It's the smell of the hops. We should get to the pub. All right, shall okay. we? We'll hand you back to Trevor in his studios, but I'm sure you're not jealous at all, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Well, not much I can really add to that apart from, yes, I'm jealous. Yes, I hate you all. And guys, you owe me big time. So that's it for another episode of the Doctor Who Podcast. But before I go, I just want to whet your appetite for what the next episode of the DWP will be. Now, it's actually going to be released minutes after Asylum of the Daleks screens on the 1st of September. So that's a Saturday week. So as soon as you've watched the episode, jump on the Doctor Who Podcast website and download our spoiler-filled review lollapalooza of Asylum of the Daleks. So... See if uh, your opinions tally with um, what the DWP camper van boys thought of this episode. So, not very long to go, guys. I hope you're all looking forward to seeing Doctor Who Series 7. The uh, episode we have on the 1st of September will be, be the beginning of five weeks of DWP goodness, where we review the uh, five stories we'll be getting as part of this block of uh, Series 7 Doctor Who. So, 
very exciting stuff. So I won't be in the Asylum review because, well, I won't have seen it in time. You're sort of sensing a pattern here, but I will return the following week when we review the second story in Series 7. Looking forward to that. So keep the feedback rolling in, guys. Let us know what you think of Asylum of the Daleks and all the stories of this first part of Series 7. Feedback at thedoctorypodcast.com. As always, we look forward to uh, reading and hearing your feedback and putting out a special feedback show in the very near future. So... Sayonara, guys. Farewell. That was the Doctor Who Podcast, which you can find at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. If you have any feedback, please send it into feedback at thedoctorwhopodcast.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Facebook, and via the Doctor Who Podcast forums. Thank you for listening. Take care. Still recording. Uh, <laughs> okay, so that thing about Gareth Roberts, I lied. It's not yeah. true.